and welcome to another edition of Canary in a Comedy Gold Mine, the topical podcast where I, comedian Martin Angolo, do topical jokes. Simple idea, topical jokes. I'm joined once again by the king of the dick pics, Mr. Jer Staunton. Welcome, Jer. What are you talking about? I'm putting you on the back foot straight away. You don't like it, do you? It's bullshit. King of the dick pics. Where are you, where are you getting that from? You not send, you're not, you've sent a dick pic in your time, surely. No. No? You're not the comedian that like sends women messages on Facebook. No, <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So we do topical jokes. <laughs> we do. And uh, uh, I want to be. I want to start off political. We're just gonna let's go straight in. Forget the banter that we're having here. All right. Forget the merry banter. We're gonna go straight into the jokes. And um, this is quite political. I feel like sometimes the jokes aren't political enough. But this is a great political joke. Okay. Uh, the, the, the French people had an election. See that? They had an election in France. Yeah. What do you mean the French people had an election? It was an election for the president of France. You yeah, it's that. just a weird way to say it. I'm just setting it up, mate. So uh, a lot of French people didn't vote in the French election. This, this is a very topical political joke. Uh, a lot of French people didn't vote in the French election this week as they didn't have any writing implements to vote for the far-right candidate. Le Pen? There was no bloody pencils either. That's a t- political joke to start off. So we hit the ground running. Hey, there's a report this week that smarter people are more likely to lie around the house naked. Yeah. Do you hear that? Well, yeah, more, smart people more likely to lie around the house naked. It's reading report, reports like this that makes me glad I don't live with Stephen Fry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stephen Fry was in the news this week. You know, yeah. st- you're familiar with Stephen Fry? Yeah. Uh, Stephen Fry was accused of blasphemy this week. Uh, the charges were later dropped, but a referendum on blasphemy is being planned since this story developed. Uh, all someone needs to do now is accuse Stephen Fry of carrying out illegal abortions. Um, Am I right, Ireland? Yeah. Am I right? Very good. See? If I was on stage, I'd be leaning a bit like this. You so. get, you'd get an applause in an Irish comedy club for yeah, that. Yeah. Hey, get this, right? You won't believe this story. You won't believe what happened this week. Former drugs mule, Michaela McCollum. You familiar with her? Yeah. Former drugs mule, Michaela McCollum, signed with the same talent ag- agency as MTV reality stars in a bid to rebuild her, her image. I think if I was linked in any way with uh, MTV reality stars, I'd try to rebuild my image by posing as a drugs mule. To save myself the embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Martin, have you been on a panel show with someone from Geordie Shore? I'd say, I've got coke up my arse right now. <laughs> so I'd be like... We're going for it this time. Where are you going? No prisoners taken. No. Michaela McCollum, Stephen Fry. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for Jared to do a joke. We all like it when Jared does a joke. Okay. We're talking about Geordie Shore and that reality TV stuff. This is about TV. Because there's a lot of new TV shows coming out in the next few weeks, isn't there? I don't know. Oh, okay. Read your joke in here. There's a lot of new TV shows coming out in the next few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to them. Oh, yeah? Let me tell you, folks. I've been in so many pilots. No, no, no. Uh, no read it properly. Come on. Start again. Start again. Okay. There's a lot of new TV shows coming out in the next few weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm certainly looking forward to them. Let me tell you, folks, I've been in so many pilots that don't go anywhere that I'm now banned from my local airport. Hey, come on now. <laughs> meant to be more camp. You can't get more camp than that delivery. It's like being in a pilot. It's like Duncan Norvell with the Ebola virus. You familiar with Duncan Norvell? No. He's an act. He's a variety actor. He used to go, chase me, chase me. <laughs> it was his act. I swear to God. I turned, yeah, and he was straight and his whole thing was, 
Hey, get this right. Trump said this week that investigations looking into the relationship between his campaign and Russia were a taxpayer-funded charade. That's what he said. He went on to say that on the bright side, at least Starbucks, Google and Gary Barlow weren't funding it because they don't pay tax. All right, yeah. Take that. Topper. Not even intentional. You do a Trump joke. Later this month, Trump would make his first foreign trip as president. Allegedly, he was told he'd be visiting abroad and his response was, oh, great. I can't wait to grab her by the bus. Can I really just go straight into the next one? Or we get a lot of letters on the show, don't we? We do. You do, yeah, a lot of letters. And um, we actually got a letter of complaint this week. We did? Yeah, because something that happened last week. I don't know if you remember the ending of last week, but uh, I'll just read the letter. Dear <laughs> <laughs> Canadian, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's from my name, it's from Liverpool, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah. Dear Canadian, a comedy goldsmine, it's me again! I'm writing to you to complain about the use of Hitler in your last episode. We used, oh, Hitler was in the last episode, wasn't he? Yeah, Katie Lang. Yeah. I was appalled to see, the, 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 I was appalled to see you use uh, Adolf like that. He killed himself, you know. I think it was because of his high gas bill. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't think you should be making jokes about him. It's in bad taste. It's what jokes, that's a point. Jokes about Hitler is in bad taste. Hitler was a simple man who liked the same things we all like. A white Christmas. <laughs> here, listen. Here, listen. Are you listening? Are, are you listening? Are you? Yeah, it's a letter. It's a letter. It's a letter, mate. Don't answer. Are you listening? What's the difference between you lads who do the Canary podcast and our Hitler? What's the difference between us, me, me Martin, and go, you do something, and Hitler? Hitler knew where to fucking kill himself. <laughs> she, she, she signs off. Ta-ra for now. It's a little letter of complaint. Hey, Jerry Stoughton should do another joke, I think, I feel. Okay. <clears throat> a man was left paralysed from the neck down for seven hours after he accidentally stepped into a nest of poisonous snakes. Ooh, got a sting. The man was said to be at her luck until he made a full recovery. He was at her luck. It sounds like out of luck, because the snake was an adder, a poisonous. Yeah. I actually I submitted a, a headline, a, po- a possible headline for this story. Man being bitten by poisonous steak. What was being, it? Uh, Mamba Mia. <coughs> Mamba, black Mamba. Anyway, Stay. man claims that drinking two glasses of urine a day for six years helped him shed eight stone. But experts warn of dangers from doing this. Uh, loneliness is the main one. <laughs> it's the main symptom of drinking your own urine. Yeah. Um, oh, did you hear about this? Oh, did you? Did you though? A Clondalkin man was the victim of a serious assault on the Red Line Lewis this week. Uh, he bought a standard ticket at full price. <laughs> you don't get over that. You don't get over that easily. Uh, hey, the Rolling Stones backed out of a... Did you hear about the Rolling Stones backing out of the gig in Crow Park? No. Oh, there's a joke about it. For me? Yeah. Okay. The Rolling Stones have backed out of a possible gig in Crow Park this summer <laughs> following a cash row. Oh. The last time Mick Jagger pulled out of something unexpectedly. I don't even have to finish this job. <laughs> do you? Do you? Huh? We don't know where it's going. It could be a surprise. Could be going anywhere. It was in a hotel room on the last Stones tour. You chased me, chased me. That was the good. That was that. <laughs> he got around and he, he pranced around people. It was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, a guest on the Jeremy Kyle show. This, I say guest as if they're guests on the Jeremy Kyle they're show. They're not guests. Not guests. He treats them like pigs in a sty. Yeah. Feeds them their own shit. So a guest on the Jeremy Kyle show this week, uh, he thought that he couldn't be the father of his ex's child because uh, she was on top of him during sex and he thought that was a contraceptive. 
oh, right. her being on top of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very, it's very easy to get people pregnant these days. Uh, my ex-wife uh, was pregnant with a child. And initially I thought she had an affair because we hadn't had sex, my, me and my uh, ex-wife. And I said, I thought it was an affair. And she, said, she claimed it was because uh, she, used a, she was in a jacuzzi. Okay. And it's actually true. She got pregnant from being in a jacuzzi. Um, my mate Phil fucked her in the jacuzzi. <laughs> Christ. Well, we got one more joke. <laughs> oh, can we? Can I change that? Uh, she thought so. She got pregnant from. Uh, she actually got pregnant from a jacuzzi. Uh, my mate <laughs> fucked her in a jacuzzi. <laughs> well, we got one more joke. And it's a classic on this show, and it's something people love. Uh, Jerry, I'll leave you with the final joke of the show. Oh, it's me, is it? <clears throat> okay, British Prime Minister Theresa May. Oh, hey! Hey. Had a disastrous time on the campaign trail when she tried to visit voters in their homes, but none of them were in. You see that on Sky News? No. She went to several houses, knocked on the doors, and got no answers. Oh. People don't find British Prime Minister Theresa May friendly enough, but in my experience, this is not the case. As we used to be neighbours, and she was always very nice. Oh, good. At the time, I moved to wherever she lives and was new to the area. I went to her house to introduce myself and make friends. She opened her door and welcomed me in, showing me nothing but hospitality. She says to me, she says... It's the way you tell She wanted to invite me over for a fancy party. Ooh. Now, I'm a simple man from the west of Ireland. You are, yeah. I had no idea of these fancy parties, so I asked British Prime Minister Theresa May what happens at these fancy shindigs. She says, you know the usual, a little drinking, a bit of fighting and some fucking. I say, wow, that's neat. What time should I come over? British Prime Minister Theresa May says, it doesn't matter, it's just the two of us. <laughs> that's a pretty big paragraph just for that. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, it's difficult coming up with material, isn't it? But forget about that. I thought we'd end once again with a little Celtic folktale. What's, what's, that, what's that noise? Nothing. Did you. What was that? What's it's that a Celtic folktale. They're shit. We, Everyone loves a Celtic folktale. We've tale. done one once before and it was shit. No. It's a wee folk, Celtic folktale called It's a Tale of Wee Frankie. Okay. Wee Frankie was a wee boy living in the wee town of Dunblane. He had dreams of, dreams of leaving his town and his family uh, and going to the big city where he would experience things he could not do in the wee town. Nightclubs that stayed open till 1am. Very strong broadband connections and sex in the rear end. These big city dreams were to become a reality for wee Frankie for when he was not so wee, he grew strong and became a man. He looked to leave the town by train, but there was none. Frankie took command of a horse and rode a topless out of the town, but in the air he heard the voice of a soft-spoken, beautiful woman who said, Don't leave me, Frankie. Don't leave. But if you do leave, don't let your boots touch the city soil or you'll be in for a big surprise. Frankie, in his stubbornness, ignored the sultry sounds of the beautiful woman he heard and eventually came to the city astride his horse, Trixie. <laughs> Arriving into the city, he saw everything he dreamed of and more. A 24-hour extra vision, Woolworths, HMV, Frankie arrived in the future. 
he also saw two men trying to move a large boulder. He approached them. Eat a hand, lads, asked Frankie. I'm known as lovely Gordon Burns, and this is our Bob Carrollges. We don't need help from you, ki- your kind around here. This unexpected turn of events hit Frankie between the eyes and he saw rage. He wanted to prove himself. He made Trixie gallop towards the boulder and tried to move it with one hand. And as he approached the boulder, he heard that beautiful, beautiful voice again. Don't do it, man. There's lots of surprises next week. Don't do it. Frankie again ignored the voice of the temptress, the beautiful temptress he heard. In his haste, he fell off his horse and his boots touched the city soil. Bob Carroll G's and the lovely Gordon Burns began to laugh and Frankie's body began to age rapidly. He aged, he became an old man, hundreds of years old. And in that moment, he heard the voice again before taking his last breath. Surprise, surprise! Well, that's about it for another week. But we will be back at the same time next week with lots more surprises. I'd like to say a very big thank you to everyone who's taken part in tonight's show, especially our Bob Calgies and the lovely Gordon Burns. So I'll see you next week. Sure, all then. Surprise, surprise!